Right, the rumours are swirling about a $20 billion hole in the government's revenue. NZME's confirmed State Services Commissioner Peter Hughes got all the public service CEOs to a meeting with Finance Minister Grant Robertson yesterday. Here's political correspondent Barry Soper. The information that I had was it was talked about a $20 billion hole in the books and the public sector chiefs were told to cut their cloth, basically uh, to cut their cloth by 10%. Now the government is denying the $20 billion figure, but isn't denying there's a hole. Infometrics Principal Economist Brad Olson is with us now. Hi Brad, how you doing? Good morning, I'm well, thank you. Could a hole this big be possible? Well, it depends a little bit over what time frame. Uh, If you look, for example, during uh, the COVID-19 sort of period, the largest deficit that the government was running at that point was $23 So it seems hard to look at that figure that's being talked about in reporting around $20 and think that it might be all right now. Uh, But we do know that the government accounts are under pressure. Um, If you look at what was announced in the budget this year, uh, Budget 2023, saw nearly $9.4 billion less uh, collected in revenue over the next four years compared to uh, Treasury's previous forecast. Uh, The government was also expected to spend $10.7 billion more than originally forecast again over that four-year period. So you add those together, and even at budget time, there had been a $20 billion increase, if you will, in the amount of borrowing that was going to happen. And then you bring into the fact that the most recent financial statements from the government show that the government's about $2 billion in the hole relative to what it thought it would be earning, uh, and its debt levels are about $5 billion higher than they originally thought they'd be. So I think all of that highlights that, look, yes, the Crown accounts are very much under pressure. Uh, So even if we're not sure exactly how big that conversation might have been in the last few days with uh, chief executives of the public sector, it's still very much a big hit. If $20 billion is the figure, why so high? Well, I think it probably reflects a combination of things. Firstly, that you have seen that expansion uh, in government spending at the same time as revenues have been uh, under pressure and declining. Of course, we saw labour market data yesterday which showed that people's wages are up, and that means that when it comes to government earnings, the government's still earning a fair bit of tax from people's personal incomes, PAYE and other uh, similar what we call source deductions. Um, it's the other parts of the economy that are struggling. Uh, we know that business activity is not quite as robust as it was before, uh, so company tax takers down. All of that again highlights that, uh, look, the government's got to fund itself when it spends all of the money that it puts out there into the economy. Uh, And even at the budget you were seeing this this view where there was a larger amount of government spending that was going on at the same time as they were expecting less money to come in. That meant higher borrowing. And on some counts, you look at the likes of the repairs and recovery after the cyclone earlier this year, uh, that was necessary spending. But not all of it was on the cyclone recovery. And I think probably the question now is, given that there is such a a large uh, worry about this sort of spending, uh, it is going to take a while, I think, for uh, the government to get itself sort of right-footed. So we should be concerned about how the government is going to fund all of its promised spending of late? I think that's always important, but more so now, uh, given that you do have that still very high inflation, that hits the government as well as everyone else. Uh, But also, like I say, I mean, the fact that you saw uh, nearly $10 billion uh, more in spending being announced at budget, but uh, just over $10 billion less in revenue uh, that was going to be collected uh, over the period, again, suggests that we were starting to move in slightly different directions. Now, it's going to be a little bit of time before I think we get any certainty on the numbers. 
Uh, the government isn't publishing its pre-election uh, economic and fiscal update until, I think, September 12. Yep. The latest data we currently have is uh, the Crown accounts up until the end of May. So we're in a bit of an information void at the moment. I certainly uh, find it hard to believe that that $20 billion being talked about uh, would be right here, right now. But what is clear from the government themselves is that they are saying that there needs to be further savings made. Uh, that will lead to some difficult but important decisions being made by chief executives across the public sector. Brad, is there any is there any argument, just quickly, is there any argument as to it's good the government is looking into restraining spending or is it a little too too little too late? Well, it's also, I guess, you know, it's far easier to restrain spending if you didn't spend it in the first place. So the fact that we've sort of had that larger level of spending to start with and now trying to pull it back, I think, is is a little bit harder to believe, especially given, look, we know that households across the country are having to uh, cut, you know, their budgets and be careful with their money. Um, The government really does need to do the same. Thank you so much, Brad. Lovely to catch up with you this morning. That was Infometrics Principal Economist Brad Olson. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.